0: So, Jason, I know you said you had a specific way that you wanted to start this episode. Um, Did I? God damn it.
1: That's right. The city of Philadelphia has effectively all on its own without the rest of any other district, county, state, or any other local municipality effectively voted Donald Trump out of office. We did it all by ourselves, with just gritty at our backs, and literally, just it was just us. A million of us went to the polls. We said, that was enough. If Rocky was here, he would punch fascists.
0: Is, is that the oh, end of it now the part where they sing in this song <laughs> <laughs> why do they sing in this song I've forgotten that they sing in this song okay let's stop that now because I don't know if I'm gonna have to cut all of that out <laughs> we gotta keep all that <laughs> this is Idle Curiosities a search driven podcast by Jason Hellman and me Emily Rose music by Yuri Beats and art by Katie Rose hope the audio isn't too shitty (laughs)
1: yeah
2: sorry i just
1: i thought i put it on a sticky note on wednesday i believe on thursday (laughs) it's been on my desktop this whole time it just says open idle curiosities playing rocky
0: theme on phone (laughs) (laughs) anyway we have a guest this week um
3: and that guest is joe biden joe welcome oh thank you so much i'd like to uh, thank you jason and the rest of your state for voting me in you're welcome No,
0: really, uh, we do have a guest. This is Gabe Reasoner. Gabe is famous for fronting and creating the band Careful Gaze. So famous. Oh, yeah. And I have exactly zero self-interest for inviting Gabe onto the show. It certainly is not cross-promotion for another project that we are doing together.
2: Hmm.
3: But if it were, what would it sound like?
0: Gabe, you want to take that? (laughs)
3: Oh yeah, sure. We're doing a podcast where we go song by song through our new EP that we did. Uh, And uh, some other episodes about other things too, I would say. Yeah. So
0: we still haven't found a name for that podcast yet. I'm working on it. But we have the first episode recorded and it sounds pretty fucking good. Uh, And I'm really excited for how this is going to go.
3: You sure you don't want it to be called The Load-In? It...
0: (sighs) The Loadin just sounds too much like a metal bro show. Like I don't
3: want it to be called the Loadin either.
0: I, I keep trying to think of what good names would be, but it turns out every possible name is already owned by a podcast.
3: There's a lot out there. When we were talking about it the other day, I was looking up to just different ideas and I was like, wow, someone has named a podcast everything. Well the problem, the big problem is that every podcast like
0: every name I look up is for a podcast that did six episodes in twenty seventeen.
3: Yeah. Have you considered the rock and roll show? That's good. Is I that do like that?
0: No, I'm not going to do that. It'd be the rock and roll <laughs> show. I guarantee you that's already been used. Nah. No, that's definitely been used. See, the name that I really wanted to use, Samantha B has already stolen.
1: Rockandrollshow.com is not a thing. You could probably buy that right now.
3: I wonder how, how much do you think it would cost? The Rock and Roll Show
0: Podcast.
3: No, no, no. Just it. the rock and roll show.com the
1: rock and roll show.com $8 and 88 cents. I'm buying it right now. There we go to sell it back to you (laughs) for a cool $10,000.
3: If you would like, I've never just seen such excellent business take place like just right in front of my eyes.
0: So I did Google, I did Google the rock and roll show. And what I found was the sex drug and rock and roll show, the rock and roll geek show. The Rock and Roll History Show. The Rock and Roll and Coffee Show.
3: Ours don't have any of that extra bullshit. It's just rock and roll. What I'm hearing is the
1: rockandrollshow.com doesn't exist currently. I should check Overcast. Uh, I I own the domain (laughs) as of five minutes ago.
3: (laughs) My God.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and you can have it for the low, low price of $10,000 a year. What's great is Careful gaze is going to be the only rock artist that we ever do, and everything else will just be like Synth Pop. <laughs> <laughs> the name still stands. Hey, welcome to the Rock and Roll Show. I'm here with my friends and, um, fuck, what's a good Synth Pop parody name? Hmm. Emily, edit this so it sounds funny. Hold on. I'm, I am in the middle of buying the com. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. How does nobody own this? I don't know. While you're working on that, will you tell me quickly? Because I'm looking through your search terms and I see one already that I really want to know about. Sure. Because I realized, okay, there's a few things I realized today. The first thing I realized was that I did not know that Joe Jorgensen was a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would love to know what you learned when you Googled Joe Jorgensen platform. Um, I will happily
1: tell both of you. So I have a close group of friends that um, when I've talked about my D&D group before, these are my D&D friends, but also they're just uh, three, four. I don't know how many there are. If you're listening, I'm very sorry. Uh, Friends of mine that I've had since I was a, a young child. One of them is a libertarian, maybe, but also not. I don't know. He told me he would have voted for Bernie in the general. But then he also told me he voted for Joe Jorgensen. (laughs) Sorry, he told me he would have, yeah, he told me he would have voted for Bernie in the general, but then voted for Joe Jorgensen.
0: I don't understand. Like, I genuinely do not understand why anybody would vote for Joe Jorgensen. When my guess is if you asked 10 random people on the street, one of the 10 would have even the faintest idea who that is.
1: Well, let me tell you a little about Joe Jorgensen. Please. Joe Jorgensen is a woman. First of all, how dare you for assuming. Second, Joe Jorgensen thinks the minimum wage, it's too high. The $7.25 minimum wage (laughs) that we enjoy federally, it's far too high. So Um, Joe Jorgensen is a real libertarian. Joe Jorgensen thinks it should be zero. Of course. (laughs) Because (laughs) if you could pay somebody a quarter an hour,
0: you should be able to. So I then have a question as to how Joe Jorgensen feels about child labor laws. I mean, probably that if you could genetically engineer a child's
1: hand to be smaller to fit, like, you know how a screwdriver like perfectly fits in that like little Phillips head T-slot? If you could make children who just had to like index fingers that just look like little Phillips heads, and then they could just like turn them for like 12 hours a day. She'd probably be like, yes, and they deserve that 25 cents an hour, and they earned it by having...
0: Jason, Yeah, we need to talk about how it is you got to the point where we're talking about children with deformed fingers that look like screwdrivers.
1: No, this is all... Okay, <laughs> I have a friend who voted for Joe Jorgensen, and I said, that's fucking stupid. You live in Pennsylvania. You shouldn't vote for Joe Jorgensen. You should not have. It was all past tense. I. I this is all after the fact. After the election, we've established the Rocky theme played... Pennsylvania, specifically Philadelphia itself, willed Joe Biden into the presidency. Uh, President Alexi, whatever, whatever it's called. And I thought my friend was going to vote. For, who voted for Gary Johnson in twenty sixteen was going to vote for Joe Biden in twenty twenty. What he didn't, he voted for Joe Jorgensen. So I was like, what? Like, at least let me understand what Joe Jorgenson' platform was.
0: Okay, so what other hells are in store for us from Joe Jordan? All right, so
1: you know the Federal Reserve? Get rid of that. That's gone now. Cool. The Department of Education, the federal department that makes sure all kids, no matter what state they live in, uh, get an equal and fair shake at, at just like learning basic shit, that we will be uh, putting that into a neat package and firing it into the sun, because the Department of Education is also just gone. Oh, yeah,
0: because if you can get away with educating
1: kids as little as possible, why would you not? When you can make their fingers individual screwdriver bits, why would you teach them things?
0: Okay, we're going to have to change topic real fast here. Um, That's basically it. That's her platform.
3: Can I just say that Joe Jorgensen looks like somebody that would walk up to me if I was just, like, standing outside and would get mad at me for standing outside and try to get me in trouble for it?
0: No, that... That's accurate. I saw a photo earlier today, and that's the vibe.
3: Like, I looked at her and felt like I was in trouble. It's called loitering. There's
0: a name for <laughs> exactly. it. You know, I feel like a true libertarian. A <laughs> true libertarian
1: would be like, you should be able to, to pay by the minute to stand in this space.
0: But no, Joe Jorgensen just thinks you shouldn't be able to stand there. She hates me so
3: much, and she's never met me.
0: Yeah. So, the thing I want to say about Joe Jorgensen is that when you Google Joe Jorgensen... There are a lot of photos of her wearing a purple jacket, and that purple jacket fucks. Does it? Nothing else about anything sh- she's done it sounds like it's cool at all. But I do like the purple jacket. I'm with
1: you. I'll, I'm gonna take your. I'm gonna take your word for it because I. I've also yeah. seen photos of Joe Jorgenson, and every photo I've seen, uh, I it it. I'm gonna agree with Gabe that it does seem like she would just be yelling at me for something I didn't realize I was doing wrong. Yep.
0: Anyway, this is the point where I realized that I had an introduction for Gabe that I was going to do that I didn't do. So, uh. Sorry. No, it's fine. Real quick, just let's just pretend that right now I am inserting in 30 seconds of a careful gaze song so that our listeners know what the band is. And so that's playing now.
4: My baby knows when I'm deep. She puts her lips against my neck I look into those sun-soaked eyes And she says to me We are headed for our deaths. Sooth say you swear we're near the end They nail their doctrine through my shed. They say we know the things to which you turn To get warm when those winter months are rolling We are always just a few more days away From the herd boiling over
0: Okay, that was fun.
3: Yeah, that was sick. It's a good
1: band. I listened to uh, a song right before we started recording, and like I feel like for the first time, I like I was uh, the video I got sent by Emily had lyrics attached to it, which helped me because um, a lot of times if I listen to songs where a singer is singing it a way where like. Isn't always the most easy to understand, like just having the lyrics on screen. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I like this. Mm -hmm. It made me like it way more without having to do like homework of trying to decipher, like, what am I actually hearing?
0: Now, this isn't the first time that I have forced you to listen to music with screamed vocals on this show. Uh, Previously, it was for today. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's all I had to
3: follow up. (laughs) And Poppy. Oh, yeah. And Poppy. And Poppy. Okay. That's uh that's a legitimate thing for me to follow up. Um <laughs>
0: anyway, we should keep moving through the uh the search term since this is in fact a professional podcast with a goal. I always get thrown when there's three of us. Yeah, it's weird when there are three of us because we can't just alternate back and forth. Do you want to set up an order? I just asked one of Gabe. Gabe no, do you, you wanna ask, to ask one of one a, or wait, no. I asked one of Jason. Jason, do you wanna ask one of Gabe and then Gabe can ask one of me? And we'll just keep that circle going. I do. And I have one that I am
1: um spying because there are just so many ways this could go so man escapes courtroom give me give me the dirty
0: yeah so that feels like way too way too vague of a search term to be looking for a specific case so you're just looking for any cases where people have
3: escaped a courtroom yeah i just really felt like watching some men escape courtrooms and was like ah i gotta pull it up just give me the whole list no, this it's a good enough video that I, I kid you not, it comes up when you search that. Uh, I couldn't remember literally any other details about it, so I just searched that and it still brought it up. I had watched this probably a month ago or so and suddenly felt like my roommate needed to see it at one in the morning. So I searched it again and it's this video of this man just walking into a courtroom and inexplicably just gets free. Like, nothing super crazy happens. He just gets free. And he runs out, and there's, of course, like, all of the officers in the courtroom are, like, 70 years old and just, like, standing around, kind of, like, leaning on things, and they're like, oh, shit, this guy's leaving the courtroom. So the main thing about this video um, is that it it then cuts to, like, a hallway uh, shot, like a CCTV, and the escapee goes down the stairs, and one of the officers dives and tries to, I guess, catch him, but he's pretty far away, and instead, he just literally dives into the other wall and just rolls down the stairs, and he broke like a bunch of ribs, I think. Whoopsie-dipsie. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and the video in and of itself, just seeing that, that man just full commit and just completely screw up made me uh, feel like I needed to share that with my roommate, so... I literally just searched Man Escape's courtroom, and that's what came up, and I found it and linked it to him.
1: I, and I'm I'm never going to assume anybody's who's on the show has ever listened to more than like uh, 10 sec- consecutive seconds of it beforehand, but this does reinforce my theory of if you do run in a direction, as long as you're consistent with that direction, away from the authorities, you can get away with almost anything, as long as it is the year 1975 to 1984, I think. I don't know when this took place, but
0: oh, uh, 2020. That is a that's a <laughs> great bit for all of our Patreon supporters. I hope they appreciate it.
1: Um, I do now own the com. by the way. So you tell me where to point that baby and it's going to redirect.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll tell you where to point that baby. Oh shit, that's the name of the episode. I'll tell you where to point that baby.
3: Okay. <laughs> Uh, Emily Rose, will you tell me about Discord won't launch Windows 10? God fucking damn it.
0: Okay, so the most recent Discord update on Windows broke the fucking app so that it would launch, and then it would just be a giant gray box on my screen with, like, you couldn't even get to a close or minimize button. It was just a giant gray box, and it wouldn't freeze. Like, it was still listed as a responding in task manager. Mm-hmm. And so I uninstalled the app, and I reinstalled it, and it didn't fix anything. And I restarted my computer, and I uninstalled and reinstalled again. Didn't fix anything. So I ended up having to Google the problem. And it was so fucking annoying. But basically, I had to go into program files and delete the um, app data folder for Discord and the local app data folder for Discord, which I shouldn't ever have to even know that those folders exist.
3: Oh, yeah. Why are they two different folders, first of all? I don't know. They're both local. They live on your computer. They're both on my computer. I feel like when you have to get into the app data folder, that's a sign that shit is wrong. Like, I've definitely had to do that on something before, and it was only at when I was at the very end of my rope, and I was about to just stop using computers altogether if I didn't figure it out.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, was, I spent a day using Discord in the browser, which, uh, don't fucking do that. It's awful.
3: Bad. I've done it.
0: <laughs> I mean... It's not bad for most people, I would say, but I am unemployed. For power user, Emily, it is not sufficient. (laughs) (laughs) I'm unemployed and it was election week. So I really needed Discord to be working at peak performance. And it wasn't. So I decided I wasn't going to fix the problem. Instead, I was going to leave it. So that it would be harder for me to whittle away my day on Discord. And instead, I would be incentivized to edit one of the podcasts that's in my queue that needs to be edited let me tell you how far i got on that really far four and a half minutes gabe i still have not imported your audio track
3: <laughs> oh, God. you're probably fine without it
0: well i got to thinking i was like you know what i really can't do anything until i can record an intro for this episode
3: and i can't record an intro for this episode until i have a name for the show and you thought I sure wish that rockandrollshow.com was available so that we could just figure out the name, finalize it, and I could start this intro.
1: Cool, ten k. It's all yours. That's all I ask. I'm i uh, I'm generous. I'm a generous. What is it? Uh, uh, God. What do they? No, I, I, I'm a little more humble than that. What is? What's the stupid name for people? Webmaster. Is that what we used to call? <laughs> landlord. Digital landlord. Troll. Jason. You, did you say wet master? I said webmaster. Oh, web. Okay. Not any better, really. Like, Webmaster, wet master. Who gives a shit? They're both stupid names.
0: <laughs> it makes more sense. So, is is that why people call you spider? Did I wait? What was that?
1: Oh, web. Oh, fuck. Yeah, my brain is very slow today. I did drugs last night
0: and did <laughs> drinking and i'm tired are, are, are drugs legal in pennsylvania or do i need b- the cut that out? they are They're now
1: criminalized in the city of philadelphia and the state of new jersey which is not very far away uh legalized them recreationally in the last election so i don't know cool. fuck the police come get me come get me i did drugs yesterday all drugs I did. I did marijuana.
0: (laughs) Oops, all drugs. The hard shit. Speaking of Philadelphia, I see you Googled the economist cheesesteak, which reminded me I was at Trader Joe's earlier today and I bought frozen cheesesteak bao buns. Okay.
1: well, what you're going to want to do with those is prepare them as per the directions on the box and then throw them straight in the garbage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did I lose you? Is that it? (laughs) They're not going to be good. No, they aren't. They really aren't. But it was the last package that they had. And I saw it and I was like, I should celebrate Philadelphia this week by bastardizing their their pride and joy.
1: You would have been better off taking like a teaspoon and putting like a Philadelphia cream cheese dollop on it and then putting it in a syringe and injecting it right into your veins than eating Philly
3: cheesesteak bao buns from Costco. Not Costco, Trader Joe's. Oh, Trader Joe's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How dare I? How dare you? That is at least like a couple rungs higher than Costco.
0: I'm not sure it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely a couple rungs higher than Sam's Club. Yes. I would call Sam's Club and Aldi the same thing. And then Trader Joe's and Costco the same thing.
3: Okay. Jason, do you have Trader Joe's? We do have Trader, okay. Trader Joe's. Yeah. What's your What are your feelings on it? I like Trader Joe's. I feel like um,
1: they're prepared foods, um, frozen, like uh, what my wife would call heat ups Very good their candy specifically their uh peanut butter cups like way better oh they're so good any oh yeah reese's cup produce is fine i'm not like super decisive on what makes produce good or bad but yeah they're like there's stuff where it's like you can just toss it in the freezer and forget about it for 6 months and be like i'm hungry and then just like toss it in an oven and have a perfectly fine meal yeah pro to Joe's.
0: Okay, so anyway, tell me about The Economist cheesesteak.
1: There may never have been a topic I've been more excited to talk about than this article from The Economist. Wait, wait, wait. So this beats out the pillow. The pillow, I was... The pillow was like a burden. Like, I needed to unburden myself of discussing this shitty, awful, gross pillow.
0: That's how I feel about being horny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is more like... This is like the most on-brand thing for me that maybe has ever existed. So I I remembered this article existed a week before the election. It is from The Economist. The headline is, Why the Philly Cheesesteak Can Swing a Presidential Election. It was published October 12th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm just going to read some of it, if that's okay with you, because there are so many things in it that just... They just tickle me in the exact right way, especially after knowing the results of the election and knowing that, again, don't make me play the Rocky theme again.
0: Please don't play the Rocky theme again. Uh,
1: okay. Basically, this is an article talking about why like, this working man's food is so emblematic of what makes Philadelphia uh, a microcosm of Pennsylvania, a microcosm of like the working class of the country writ large. And it gets so many things wrong that it's just,
0: it's, it, it makes me happy. I do feel like we need to pause before we even get started. Okay. You are describing the Philly cheesesteak mm-hmm. as the working man's food. Would you like to elaborate on that? Yeah, I think it's
1: a decidedly working man's food. It's, it's, a, it's meat and cheese and onions, and you just cook them all together and put them on a roll and you just eat that shit and there's nothing pretentious or complicated about it
0: so in my mind i'm thinking of the philly cheesesteak and i'm going it's this kind of gourmet ish sandwich no that is really fussed and dolled over no and it probably costs 15 bucks no at a place where people are like dressed up in green aprons and get mad at you when you compare the aprons to starbucks
1: no none of that is true my favorite cheesesteak costs I believe ten and a half dollars.
0: Maybe they... It's ain- still a lot of money. It's, it's like, it's... Revised. You know what the working man's food is? The working man's food is a McDouble. How much is a McDouble? Like a buck twenty-nine. A quarter pounder is like five. Yeah, the McDouble is their budget option. Okay. The working man. This, this is... I'm declaring it... In, in Joe Jorgensen's America. That's a whole work week that we're talking about right there. Just to get one sandwich. This is... This is several work weeks in Joe Jorgensen's America.
1: (laughs) Don't get it twisted. In Joe Jorgensen's America, when when the child who is preparing your cheesesteak gets his or her fingers cut off and they just end up in your sandwich, that's just bonus meat. That's just bonus meat. Also, it could be a name for the
0: episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing it down.
1: Uh, no. So cheesesteak has traditionally been a working man's food. It was, um, I mean, this is all in the article. I don't want to read all of it, but there are so many little choice bits from it that I think you would really, you both would really enjoy. This is an article by The Economist and there is no way to read selections from this without reading it in a, a fancy gentleman's voice, which is what I am going to do. Um, so prepare yourself for that
0: psychically. For I am about to do a British accent. Oh fuck. Okay, you know what? In the week that Philly wins, you're doing a British accent. Goddamn. This is an article by a British person who
1: is like putting themselves in the place of a Philadelphian. So then me as a Philadelphian, I feel like I am
0: entitled to put myself in the place of a Brit. <laughs> All right, go go for shitty British accent, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I had it.
1: I was I was there mentally and now I'm I'm gone. <laughs>
0: Pennsylvania is one of a clutch of
1: states that can describe and decide an American presidential election. Its largest city, Philadelphia, leans solidly Democrat. But voters in small towns and rural areas tend to favor the Republicans, who narrowly won the state in twenty. Jason, I swear
0: to God, if you read the entire thing in this voice, everyone will tune out. This isn't the whole
1: thing. I'm, I really am doing excerpts. Blah, blah, blah. Philly is working class. And then they, de- they, they describe how we don't just up for policy. It is a time-honored tradition for politicians to basically order a Philly cheesesteak and eat it. And how it has made or broken several candidates' aspirations. So this is my favorite paragraph. And this I will be reading in a British accent because there are five parentheticals. In many ways, this is a simple dish. Beef. Sliced this way and that is cooked on a grill, placed on a hoagie roll, a long Italianish bop, and topped with cheese. It comes wit, with onions, or without, bereft of them. The cheese can only be one of three types. Provolone, arguably the fanciest option, American, for the patriots among you, or whiz, a neon processed cheese sauce, for those truly in the know. Eating a Philly cheesesteak is an indication that a would-be president who travels with a motorcade and a phalanx of security is in fact a man, or imagine one day a woman, of the people. And then it talks about how John Kerry ordered a cheesesteak totally wrong and um, he lost. And then it talks about uh, some other presidential candidates like George W. Bush about how he did like a good cheesesteak ordering and he won. But really, I just love the phrase beef sliced this way and that, and also <laughs> talking about wit or without onions
0: as bereft, being being bereft or onion full. So I would like to know, did they nail it? Especially I want to know on the cheeses. Are, are those descriptions accurate? So I would say provolone, yes.
1: Provolone is for fancy gentle lads or lasses. Aye, tis me. <laughs> American... I enjoy American in rare circumstances, only from one shop who does a liquid American cheese where they like literally put like blocks of American cheese into a kettle and turn it into like a cheese sauce. So like Velveeta? And then, yeah, like they turn American cheese into like a a liquidy Velveeta kind of cheese. Wiz, I will disagree with them saying like, Wiz is for those in the know. Like Wiz is... Wiz is Wiz. If you know Wiz, you know it's it's what it's probably going to taste like, which is like a kind of plasticky orange concoction. And um yeah, I don't think you have to be like in the know to order Wiz. I think people just kind of think they know they're in the know when they get Wiz. I'm an American boy.
0: See, a Wiz to me feels like the tourist option.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean like most people have probably never eaten a sandwich with Wiz on it, and then, and and if they're like visiting, they'll and and they think they know what they're doing, they'll probably get Wiz.
0: I mean, I feel like most people have had a sandwich with Wiz on it. Huh. I mean, is there anybody who hasn't had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich? Yes, me and me. God damn it! Explain
3: now. You got to do
1: it. You went there.
0: Okay, so back in the eighties, there was this movie called UHF, starring and written by one Weird Al Yankovic. Who is becoming a recurring topic on this show? Two weeks in a row. So, in it, there is one sketch where Weird Al makes the famous Twinkie Wiener sandwich, which is a Twinkie sliced long way, hot dog wise, hot dog wise, not burger wise. And you place an uncooked hot dog in it. Oh my god! And then spray a line of Easy Cheese. Easy Cheese is not Cheese Whiz, isn't
1: it? I was just waiting to body you with that one. No, it is. Wait. What's the difference? Cheese whiz comes in a in a like can that you have to open with a can opener. What? Yeah. Easy cheese is like is like aerosolized.
0: Oh shit! Okay, cheese whiz is more like um like a salsa uh, style jar.
1: It's it it comes in a can you have to open with a can opener. Yeah, like a twenty. Whoa,
0: wait, wait, wait. Okay, I have an image. I'm going to send you. Go for it in the Discord. Explain that motherfucker. Um, I don't know what this is cheese whiz with a
1: with a z on the on the cheese and a z on the whiz you know this could come from anywhere (laughs) who knows where this came from (laughs) cheese whiz (laughs) cheese whiz comes from a can it was put there by a man
0: in a factory downtown i don't know what you have sent me but see no what i was thinking about
1: was easy cheese yeah easy cheese that is aerosolized cheese this is this is saucified cheese Okay,
0: so I now I have to cut out my entire weird Al bit. No, you don't. Leave it in. Be wrong. It's fine. No, I can't be wrong. I edit the show. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is my privilege to never be wrong on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know the relationship between the craft company and Cheese Whiz like as a as a trademark, TM TM, TM. But yeah, I've I've only ever seen it in a can or possibly in a jar, if you're like really why would you? i don't know why you'd ever order it why do you never get it in a jar
0: all of these photos are upsetting i see one with pat's which is my least favorite cheesesteak place all right so i'm going to need us to move forward and pick another term jason it's on you uh i
1: am going to be picking let's see let's talk about i want to hear music because i feel like we have gabe here we should make the most of um make the most of that and ask about used cassette tapes minneapolis
3: Okay, so we are in the middle of of releasing this EP, my band, and we're trying to cut costs wherever we can, right? So I was looking up just the cost of getting cassettes made for us with like the art in there and everything like that. They come to us finished and shrink wrapped, and it wasn't super expensive, but it, there really wasn't a reason to spend the money on it. Um, so. One of my bandmates was like, well, I've got this really old shitty cassette recorder that may or may not work. It doesn't do anything right now, but I've never put a cassette in it, so I don't know if it's going to do something when I put a cassette in it. Um, So I took it upon myself to find a cassette to put in there and see if we could get it to work and record these cassette tapes ourselves. So I went to Goodwill thinking, of course I'll find a cassette there. And I walked around... (laughs) I walked around Goodwill for like seriously 40 minutes looking in every possible spot that a a random cassette could have been thrown by someone that was like, oh yeah, we'll just take this one because they clearly didn't have a cassette section. And then defeated, I went home. So the next day I decided to try again and I went to a place called Cheapo Records in Minneapolis. Uh, I confirmed ahead of time they had cassettes. I walked straight to the back of the store I grabbed the first Bon Jovi cassette that I could find. Hell and, yeah. And I walked up to the register. In less than two minutes, I was out of there and had paid for the cassette. How much did that cassette cost you? Two dollars and something. You
1: got You got robbed. You were overcharged by at least 100%.
3: See, I'm like right at that weird age where I listened to cassettes as a kid. And I even actually like my dad and I... We would make like instead of mix CDs, we would make like mix cassettes. So we would just cruise through the streets of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, listening to like POD on cassette and all and just a bunch, probably for today too, to be honest, just a bunch of random Christian rock and metal. And I didn't save any of those, nor did I have any use for them. So I was like, I need to find a cassette. So long story short, the Bon Jovi cassette played perfectly, and we're probably going to record our album over the top of it, so that uh, we have one less cassette to buy when the time comes. I love it.
0: Um, so yeah, I I, th- I think I own exactly one cassette. Is it Sufie and Stevens? It is not. Shit. It is the Mountain Goats.
3: Okay, that's okay. Which one? Uh, the new one, the Pierre Chauvin. Nice. Okay. See, that'd be that'd be something that would be really good to have on cassette. Like it's almost meant meant for it. Yeah, since it was recorded on cassette. Jason, how many cassettes do you own? Well, let me tell you about Meet the Deedles and how I'm about
1: to set a record for talking about the movie Meet the Deedles three times on a single podcast. I own the Meet the Deedles soundtrack on cassette. I also have about 10 cassettes from my childhood favorite radio was WDRE 103.9 in Philadelphia because they famously like went off the air when I was probably like f- 13 or 14 um and I would like part of my morning ritual became I would turn on my like radio battery powered radio in high school before I left for school and I would just hit record on a cassette because I was like Diary's only going to be around for another like week and I would let it go and then I'd come home come home from school at 3 30 I'd flip that thing around i'd hit record again and i have about yeah 10 full cassettes of like the last week or so of the last alternative rock station in philadelphia ever being on the air so i probably have i probably have like 12 to 15 cassettes still in my possession
0: that's weirdly wholesome for a story about cassettes that probably have smashing pumpkin songs on them yeah there's oh
1: is yes, there is a lot of smashing pumpkins on these on these cassette tapes. Fuck Billy Corgan. How many how many episodes has it been since I said fuck Billy Corgan?
0: It's been a minute. Uh Gabe, do you have anything to say about Billy Corgan or Smashing Pumpkins?
3: Oh, I have I have plenty to say about Billy Corgan. Um, he thinks that the color finish of a guitar changes the sound. So he prefers I think he likes white finished guitars, which is a little sus to me, but he legitimately, in an interview, is like, yeah, the the color, the finish definitely affects the sound. He wants to have a guitar that sounds like a wah pedal is halfway down, a cocked wah is on it. Like oh no. He wants that in his guitar. Um, he has a custom TERS, which is, I believe, tuned in G, like G standard or something like that, or some kind of G variation. And our guitarist, Preston, believes that he should be put into a rocket and shot up into the sun. And I recently covered a song of his... And had it took every fiber in my being to not sing it like him.
1: Can I offer some poetic justice? Yes. I think he should be shot into the moon for the tonight tonight video, and then we've really come full circle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm sure I'm sure Preston would accept that as a possible outcome for him.
1: Is it my turn? I think it's your turn. I get to go. Wait, no, 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 no. I just
3: did the uh, cassette tapes. Yeah. It's Gabe's turn. Yeah, okay. Uh, Emily, tell me about K slash D A.
0: So this is something that I feel like like In my heart of heart, I feel like Jason probably knows more about this than I do. Jason, am I correct about that? Yeah. Okay, so I Googled this earlier because I heard... I I thought it was like... Fuck me. I thought it was going to be like a K-pop group, just like something fun. And like. so I I Googled it because they just put out a new album or EP or something. And the songs were good. And then I found out that it's somehow fucking League of Legends related. Did you
1: find anything else out?
0: Jason, can you please tell me, is this a band made up of four fictional characters from League of Legends? Yeah,
1: yeah, it really is. I want to know what you learned, though.
0: Not much. I th- that's about where I left off. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Through Villain, which I really liked. I thought that was a great song. And then I found out it was related to League of Legends. And I was like, oh, I'm not a fucking nerd. Well, now you are. Sorry to be the one to have to tell you that. Anyway, go stream all out, uh, which came out this week and has five tracks on it and has features from like Kim, Kim Petras and Bay Miller. Fuck a bunch of artists that I don't know.
3: All right, I, I'm sorry. This is this is a video game band. Yes, they have 3.5 million monthly listeners on Spotify.
0: Well, it just came out, yes. so this month
3: could go up from here jesus yeah the record came out on the 6th their top track is pop slash stars if you're going by plays uh it has 166 almost 167 million streams
0: that's not even on the ep no
3: that's yeah that's a deeper deeper cut that came out earlier i think
0: how the fuck are their deep cuts
1: <laughs> well you see so there's this company called 10 10 cent It's a Chinese company that, yeah, that uh, financially backs League of Legends. And I guess if you have a video game that a lot of people play, your logical next step is to think, how can I make a pretend band based on characters in the video game being in the band? And this is the answer to that question.
0: Each song was produced by one of the fictional members of the group. What the fuck does that mean?
1: (laughs) Okay, so... So let's, let's, we'll just walk through the members of the group here. So we have Ari, the nine-tailed fox, who is... Is this furry um, shit? Ace.
2: Well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't have anything wrong with it being furry shit, but I didn't realize that furry shit and the League of Legends overlapped. She's
1: more of a girl than a furry. She's like a, she's a girl with nine tails and she, um, I think she has fox ears maybe. Oh, so she's a cat girl. No, she's a fox girl. I think she's a fox girl and I, I prefer cnn girls <laughs> and and ari's in the group and then you have a kali who's a ninja assassin there's evelyn who's like probably the bad girl of the group because she's like kind of a demon and she's invisible
0: yes 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 the, the the jenny of
1: the group yep yep and then you have kaisa who is from the void which is like an, a, a, a nether realm um and she shoots her gun at stuff so they're all in there.
3: Like, can you play as them in League of Legends? Oh, you sure can. Yeah. Damn.
1: They all have skins that are based on KDA. I don't know what's confusing about this. You have Arya, Kali, Evelyn, Kaisa. They're all characters in League of Legends who have their own distinct personalities, their own unique spells, their own unique style of play. However, you also have the metal layer of them as members of an all-girl K-pop group, which has released a record in the meat space that we live in. As KDA. Now, they have they have skins in the game that maps to their personalities as their personalities in the K-pop group. And they've all, as Emily has indicated, produced, but not really because they're pretend characters, different tracks. So, each track has its own style, much like each character has its own unique id, ego, super ego. And that's
0: KDA. Anyway, I liked the music. um, And I just... I feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very old. Um, um, actually, Jason, you mm-hmm. Googled, um, actually YouTube. Yeah, I did. Can you give me a quick, cause I, I think I've heard of this.
1: <sighs> that felt so good to be the, to be the youth consultant on the show for a minute felt really good as someone who's 35 to just real really have my finger on the pulse of what the kids are in touch with. I googled, um, actually YouTube because this is a show that I've been obsessed with for like two weeks now. And, um, essentially it's a YouTube-based game show that, uh, like College Humor, I don't think it's like the College Humor brand anymore, Dropout TV, I believe, is like what they're kind of going by now. Um... But basically, it is a show where three nerds have to listen to a question where it's not really a question. It's like a statement where it's about some sort of like nerdy fandom.
0: When you say nerds, like, are we talking about like recognizable names Are these people that like casual listeners of our show would recognize? Or is it more deep cut, like really niche people who have dedicated small audiences? probably the latter okay i'm trying to think
1: the most like recognizable people who have been on it like matt mercer who is like the critical role guy um it's mostly like internet based personas i I don't think there's anybody who's got like any sort of like mainstream cred has ever been on it okay but i haven't seen them all
0: okay this feels like a will wheaton
1: shit it's like will wheaton adjacent like will wheaton is too big if will wheaton was on the show it will, it will have sold out. Okay. But, like, it's... I don't know. They're, they're all... Like, you don't need to know that they're nerds. You just need to understand that the contestants, like, are really invested enough in, like, nerd shit that this isn't something you could just, like, go on and be like, I don't know, have seen one Lord of the Rings movie and have any chance of actually performing well. But, yeah, the premise of the show uh, I found really compelling, which is, like, the host reads a statement from something, like lord of the rings or harry potter or D, &D or like some anime thing that i've never heard of and it's just like a straight up statement that sounds totally reasonable and logical except there's something like very subtly wrong with whatever they have said and if you know enough about whatever dumb shit they're talking about you'll be like
3: oh my god no
1: that you can't double door didn't didn't have the time turner stolen
0: he freely gave it to hermione and like that's not really a niche thing to know, though. Like, like that's that's pretty core to pretty core to the plot is that he freely gave it to Hermione. I I agree on that point. This is a, a but an example. And I know I'm just trying to be a little a little shit. Like I assume they are on the show. In
1: in the context of the clue, it'll be like you'll have like five different factual statements, and like one of those you'll have to pick out. Like, oh no, Dumbledore didn't have the time turner stolen. He gave it. It's it's. It may be a bad example. But I've really found the show delightful. And, um, you know, for me as a nerd, like to try and find and pick out all the the things as like a player. But also, like just the set of the show, like every piece of the set is something about nerd culture where there's something like just a little bit wrong about it. And you can like point to it and go like, oh, that that D20 in the background, there's it goes up to 21 or... I think what the other pieces of the set are that are wrong. Probably should have wrote these down.
2: Yeah,
3: that's okay. Would it be like Gollum is on the set, but he's got a chest tattoo? That would be probably a little overt. What if it's faded? Um, <laughs> it,
1: you, it could be like, you know, Gollum got the test chest tattoo and like everybody knows that he, he
0: got it removed by, a by a, a, a professional, but, um, well, see it. It was just a shitty stick and poke that he got when he was a child. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I do mean a child. He did not go to someone who was licensed. Of course not. Uh, anyway, I've, that that would been a funny bit if I'd had more for it. <laughs> that's fine. It's a good. It's a good. Like you
1: know, I have twenty minutes. I would. I would like to burn. And um, I. I like feeling right. It's a show for people who like to be right. It's like Jeopardy. Don't. We're not talking about Alex Trebek. Okay. We don't have to talk about Alex Trebek. I mean, we can. It's going to make me sad, but we can.
0: Anyway, uh, R.I.P. Alex. Uh, fuck you, Biden, for killing him. I'm
1: going to go to one of Gabe's feeling lucky, and I really hope I don't regret it, but... I can already tell you you're going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. This week, the year of our Lord 2020, the week of an American presidential election, you Googled, you Googled Trump's spray tan
3: photo nude. Yes. The first search was Trump spray tan photo, and that did not yield the results that I wanted. So then I searched Trump spray tan photo nude. Can we take a pause real quick? Yes. What were you expecting with the first one? Well, I was expecting what I got with the second, with the Trump spray tan photo nude search, because I did ultimately find what I was looking for. One of my friends was talking and was like, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but they're just like, oh, yeah. It was like that photo of Trump uh, completely naked and and getting spray tanned. And then, of course, uh, several comments about his penis being small. And I was like, there's no way that's real. So I take it upon myself to do this research. And, of course, part of that research is viewing the photo. Uh, So I didn't stop until I found the photo. And it turns out it was a a fake photo. It was some sort of staged Uh, or edited photo, but basically it's a pretty convincing picture of what looks like Trump, completely naked, very, very tiny penis, just getting spray tanned in the front. But it unfortunately was a hoax, and the real thing is not out there for everyone to see.
1: And when you said research all those times, you did not put up finger quotes. I just want to point out, because we are on video.
3: (laughs) thank you for confirming and but it was funny because it, they were talking about it and they were like yeah i don't know if it was real or not but i all i had to do is just look uh like that one one thing once i found it and it said it was clearly fake
0: yeah it looks like it was tweeted out by a twitter account called defeat underscore gop <laughs> which has 21.9 thousand followers and only two that i follow One of whom, (laughs) one of whom is the Anne Frank Center.
1: Whoa.
3: (laughs) So you can see the photo right now?
0: Oh, yes. I have seen the photo. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Grade it. Grade it. Give it a, you know, traditional report card letter grade.
3: Oh, F minus. F minus? If you put that in the chat after the Cheez Whiz photos, we will not be able to tell the difference. Well, except this doesn't come in a jar.
1: (coughs) I just want to point out i have 517 followers on twitter which like that's probably yeah. too many i just want to like i'm i'm not i'm not saying that like i need more but if you can tweet fake pictures of trump's weird dick and like i'm out here spitting truth i don't know i'm just saying
0: okay so we've only got a few more minutes and i want to get in another couple search terms here so gabe can you tell us about i voted festival
3: yeah the i voted festival was something that my band was a part of Okay, Uh, cool, thanks. Now can you tell me about... (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's pretty much it. It was a festival that was meant to encourage voting. Um, So if you... Had I Really, I think anybody could access it. I think it was more just to try to get the awareness out there and encourage people to vote. But it was created on the premise that if you voted or if you were too young to vote uh, or not legally able to vote in this country, you could still log in and you could view whatever act you wanted to. There was a bunch of digital stages uh, for different regions of the country, and we were on one. There was bands like Taking Back Sunday, Hailstorm, Fever 333, bands like that. Uh, So we ended up, we thought we were going to be doing it live, but with that many artists, they were like, no, you need to pre-record your set actually. So we pre-recorded our set like a month ago and it went live on election night and the day after. Is there any way to currently watch that set? I have no idea. If you go to, (laughs) just if you Google I voted festival, uh, the website will come up and I'm not sure if they still have the sets up right now or not. You should, uh, you should post it to your band's Patreon. That's a good idea.
1: Do you want me to redirect the rock and roll there? Cause I can do that now.
3: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we buy it for the podcast first. And then if we don't pick it up, then yes. I also
1: have jasonhelman.com, which is not really doing anything much now. And I can redirect that there as well.
0: You should redirect jasonhelman.com to uh craft miracle whip. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? No <laughs> front to my, my dead
1: ancestors. <laughs> I have a reminder to, to look up com H-E-L-L-M-A-N-N, which is my last name, expires, I believe, this year. And my uncle owned it once and lost it in his divorce settlement. And my ex-aunt sold it to like, a, I think like an aerospace company. Yeah, it's a logistics company now. A logistics company. Yeah, she sold it. And uh, it's my goal to one day, like, catch them sleeping on the renew domain button and just bring it home for all the all the Hellman's.
0: Hellman Worldwide Logistics Net Worth. Okay. they're they're worth they're worth an annual revenue of three point two billion. Well, they're this world 16th largest logistics company. I do not think you're going to get that website from them. Well, I have a podcast
1: with tens of listeners every week, so we'll see who comes out on top.
0: I love how they're such a large company, and their Wikipedia page is one, two, three paragraphs.
1: I also used to own
0: milfparty.icu. Anyway, Gabe, uh, do you want to plug anything or promote anything? I guess you've got a Patreon, you've got a podcast, you've got a band, you've got a new EP. Is that out yet? When is that officially coming out? That comes out December 18th. Okay. And it's already available to Patreon subscribers. Is that something that everyone knows or no?
3: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. If you subscribe to our Patreon, just patreon.com slash carefulgaze, you get the full thing as a download and streamable. And depending on the tier you sign up at, you also get the physical copy once it comes out. Cool. And if you
0: subscribe at $10 a month, you can bully Gabe into covering a song for you. Exactly. So I have, I'm going to either get Gabe to cover a song that I wrote and couldn't be asked to record, or I'm going to get Gabe to cover David Dale by The Chariot. And if you know The Chariot, you know that that's going to be just a fucking
3: blast no matter what. Right. I I legitimately want to do that. Anyway,
0: uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a blast. Uh, I am looking forward to getting our show off the ground and... Maybe it's called the Rock and Roll Show. I don't think it is. I think that's an awful name.
3: At this point, it's either that or milfparty.icu. And uh, it will attract very different crowds.
4: Understand you will encounter people try-